Richie. Hi, Sin. Hi, everyone. And welcome to What, Where, Why, Enemies of Bloodborne, Episode 50, The Winter Lanterns. Ooh, the big 5-0. Yes. And Richie, could you elaborate on what, where, why is? What's going on here? Why is there a random 50 next to it? <laughs> okay, so what, where, why is a series that we do mostly for Patreon. It's like a bonus thing, but we sometimes release them on the channel. So um, that's why if you're watching this on the channel, everything is out of order and there's some numbers that don't appear. <laughs> We've decided like before we recorded it that we would put 50 on the channel yeah because it's like a big important one yeah mm -hmm. and can you tell us why is it so big and important because it's the winter lanterns the winter lanterns yeah the uh the one everyone was obsessed with for ages what does it mean mm -hmm. and didn't you have an episode on the winter lanterns yeah it was it was wrong though it was before the DLC came out, and we didn't know about Maria or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now is your chance to rectify all your wrongs! I did that, though. I did that when the DLC came out. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, I guess people could just watch that. Don't. It's fucking awful. Winter Lanterns were recommended by a few people, including Hypersleep, Derek, Avalon Revolver. Thank you. Thank you. So now, Richie, tell <sighs> me, <laughs> what are the Winter Lanterns? Well, so the Winter Lanterns... I just lan had a vision. Go on. The Winter Lanterns. Yeah are the prototype of the Winter Soldier. They've done a lot of revisions then, because it's really unrecognizable. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I just pictured, like, the Winter Lanterns and the Avengers just, yeah, like, yeah. fighting alongside Captain America. It's really cool. So the Winter Lanterns are... <laughs> yes. They are... <laughs> The body of them from the God, the so can, it's so hard to describe. From the neck to the hips, it is the doll, right? Complete with the doll's clothing, but it's all red and stained with blood. Mm -hmm. The head is a gigantic brain that is covered in eyes. It looks a lot like the Mensa's brain. Mm-hmm. The hands are the doll's hands, but they're covered in these, like, fleshy growths, as though the brain has grown down kind of into the body of the doll. Mm -hmm. And the legs are just, like, the tentacles of the brain. It, it has tentacles like the Mensa's brain. It's them sort of twisted into leg shapes. Mm -hmm. And it can also grow arms out of the side of the head. So when it wants to attack you or grab you or something, these hands just, they, they're not, you don't normally see them. They just emerge from the sides mm -hmm. of the brain and they'll kind of try to grab you and swat you and things. Mm -hmm. And its method of attack 
It has two methods of attack. The method of attack that we're, we're interested in for this discussion is that it will grab you and then the bottom of the brain will sort of peel up. It's sort of like like lips parting. And then underneath that are tons and tons of little tiny mouths, like separate mouths that will then mm-hmm. sort of like start just gnawing at you. Mm-hmm. So they're a very odd creature that it's it's the shape of its body is sort of constantly changing. And um, they also have tentacles, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Around somewhere, like around, I guess, their well, the, neck or coming out of the brain or... Yeah, they're covered in tentacles. And the tentacles also sort of go down into the, the body parts of the doll. So you see like the ball joints, but they'll have the tentacles sticking out of them. Um, so we talked about the research hall patients, right? Yeah, yeah. And they have giant heads with like cloth or something covering it? Yeah. Do you think that their heads look like the winter lantra brain underneath the cloth? I don't know. I think the issue with that, firstly, is that the winter lantern's head is made of messengers. Like, it has messengers sort of fused into it. That's right. It's the yeah. other issue is the winter lantern's brain is covered in eyes. Mm-hmm. Whereas the whole point of the research all patients is that they don't get to that stage. Because their heads just swell up and then no eyes are formed. That's why they, they have, like, the living failures and stuff, because they never got that far. Oh, 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 wait a minute. But how do we know that the patients don't have eyes under their cloth? Well, all right, they they kind of might. But, like, the whole point of the hall is that they're slushing around the water in their head that's supposed to make the eyes appear, but... It, like they don't, and that's why the hall doesn't work out. And that's why you have like like the woman who's outside the door saying like Maria, I failed, because they don't get to that step. Adeline might, but mm-hmm. yeah. So you think all or most of the patients in the research hall did not get to a point where they developed eyes on their outside brains? Like the doll? like the I'm pretty sure lantern. they didn't. I think that's the whole like point. And do you think all of them would eventually turn into the living failures type deal? I don't know if they all eventually would, but like the, the point of the living failures is that they kind of almost became great ones, but didn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if the patient's did become great ones if they did manage to transform successfully what would they end up looking like and well maybe like the celestials or the celestial emissary yeah that's what i'm thinking too. yeah because they have the giant heads but they don't have the extra eyes yeah 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 so the things that they have they do have in common with the research hall patients is that there are patients that are just ahead. Mm-hmm. So we can kind of extrapolate from that that they're just a giant brain. And those ones can produce tentacles, like the tentacles shoot out and sort of whip around, like the winter lantern. Mm-hmm. And um, they can also, I don't know if it's technically a bite attack, but there's one that will drop on you and like kind of mm-hmm. try to smother you by like crawling over your head. 
And they can also inflict frenzy on you in the same way that uh, Winter Lanterns can inflict frenzy. But the difference there is that, and this is the other attack that Winter Lanterns do, it's the more famous one that they do that everyone hates, is that what happened, this is a deliberate thing that they do. A lot of people think it's like just a, a passive thing that happens if you see them, but it's not. Um, if they catch sight of you, the brain will glow. And then when the brain glows, blood starts shooting out of your body and forming into these spears. And they're like actual spears with like rivets and things in them. They start firing out of your body. And as that's happening, it's inflicting frenzy. So this is very reminiscent of the brain of Mansus. Yeah, it's literally the same thing. Like it looks <laughs> the same. It's the same attack. Um the mentis brain also like that has to be able to see you to do that attack. And there's actually a spot you can stand in on that bridge where you're somehow not in the brain's line of sight. So it will stop oh. doing the frenzy thing and it'll it'll just hang there as if you're not there. So it's the oh, same. Oh, so it's ignoring you. Yeah, you can get the brain to ignore you. It's like if anyone wants to try this, if you get really close to it when it's on the bridge and then you hug like the right hand, like the side of the the um cage that's facing where the where the choir bell is. There's like a little spot you can stand where it won't it won't keep frenzying you and you can just look at it with the monocular. Uh-huh. So like, like yeah, it, it's a ranged attack. It has to actually like willingly do that to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Richie. So you mentioned these blood spikes coming out of your body, right? Yeah, yeah. And there are other places that we have this attack as well. Certainly. Could you elaborate? Well, Sin, <laughs> the one people are probably most familiar with is the um, the brain of Mensis, which makes them shoot out of your body in the exact same way. Mm-hmm. The Fumerian Elder can create them when he goes into his second phase and starts using fire attacks. He sometimes he'll stick his staff in the ground and then the spear will shoot out at the ground upward at you. Mm-hmm. And um, Queen Yarnum can shoot them at you as projectiles and she can also summon them out of the ground like the Elder does. Mm-hmm. And um, not the same spear, but the... The cramped caskets will spit things at you, but those are not spears made of... Those are spears made of blood, but they're not the same uh, spear design. And if you wander around the Nightmare of Mensis, you'll see that a lot of the corpses have those spears sticking out of them. The idea being that they died by being frenzied by the brain. So the, I guess okay. their blood just coagulated when it was like that. And um, yeah, that... God, that, that halberd spear thing, that's actually like... It's really really because i've I've like looked at the files and everything that is like one of the first things they did was that sort of halberd spear thing and it's Mm -hmm. like it's like really early on it's in all of the test maps but it's like never they never explain what it's supposed to be or like they never really hinted anything significant about it other than that it appears in a bunch of places but yeah it's Mm -hmm. it it's some kind of like fumarian thing i'm assuming yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And another thing. <laughs> yes, that's the other thing. Could you elaborate? 
Well, unlike other enemies in Bloodborne, the Winter Lanterns have a beautiful singing voice. Mm-hmm. And that's how you tell that one is is uh, nearby without seeing it, because you can hear it go, Bloom, 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 bloom. Oh, so what's happening? Okay, I get it, Richie. You know what's happening is that yeah. so the winter lanterns think they're alone, right? So they're just yeah. walking around, singing, yeah, humming, yeah. kind of like you know when you sing in the shower or something. And then they see that somebody's looking at them, and they get really shy and embarrassed, yeah. and they're like, "Oh my god, oh my god, they heard me sing!" Oh yeah, and the, and the frenzy attack is them blushing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They they don't actually, you know, they don't actually mean to kill you they just get a little anxious and confused and they're just so like outer-worldly and powerful yeah oh give you frenzy or bite you with their many yeah yeah under brain mouths that's the technical term (laughs) speaking of those mouths um like what are they well we don't know but like something that we've brought up a few times is that like vermin rest in the throats of creatures. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's roughly where the throat is and they seem to, like, be hungry for blood. And the patients in the research hall, we talked about them, like, they have tentacles, but the tentacles are coming out of the throat. They're not coming out of the face, like, with a brain sucker. So it's kind of like... I mean, the thing about winter lanterns is we don't ever see them outside of the nightmare. So it's not... Like, with a lot of things, it's not clear if this was ever, like, a physical thing or if this is some sort of, like, manifestation of something else. I think you have to assume it's that they're, like, a weird manifestation of something. They're not actually real. So they're just... I mean, they're not, like... There wasn't really a winter lantern that got stuck in the nightmare. It's, like, a... um, Mm -hmm. Some sort of, like, like, the... You know, like, we've talked about how Ludwig, or, like, Lawrence, how, like, Lawrence, Mm -hmm. Lawrence, like, pretty much definitely didn't look like he does in The Nightmare, and Ludwig probably didn't, and, like, Maria is alive in The Nightmare. Ludwig is sketchy. You don't know what he did or did not look like in the real world. He's wandering around with a pair of sunglasses, and, like, his collar's turned (laughs) up. (laughs) You mentioned their singing. And <laughs> and somebody else hums a lullaby in the game. Yes. Oh, who isn't? Well, currently, it's no one. But if you start <laughs> fucking around with different, like, versions and patches, you can very, very sometimes get the doll to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's... If you're just playing, like, a copy of the current release, this will never happen. Mm-hmm. It's something you can only trigger if you... You have to have, like, played on version 1.0, saved in the Hunter's Dream, mm-hmm. then patched the game in, reloaded the save. And then even in that case, there's maybe, like, a 1% chance it'll happen. Mm-hmm. Is that if you go up to the doll, she'll be sleeping, like she usually does. But if you kind of idle there for a while, she'll stop snoring and she'll start humming um she'll start humming a lullaby that you know because it's russian tell us about the lullaby then it's a lullaby that i guess most 
Russians know. Um, yeah, yeah. It's basically uh, called uh, Bayu. It's like a lullaby and it talks about how when you sleep, you shouldn't sleep on the edge of the bed because uh, then the wolf will come and he'll bite you or something like that. <laughs> I can post the exact uh, lyrics and translation below. It's kind of like that, you know, um, the one that I find weird where it's you're singing it to a baby and they might fall from a tree or something. Oh, Rockabye Baby. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's yeah. the equivalent, but instead of like falling from a tree, a wolf will bite you. Yeah. 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 And um, people might know this theme because it's in Dead by Daylight. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, the Huntress sings Bio Bio Bish Bio. What? <laughs> it was very adorable. You mispronounced it, and it was the best thing ever. The huntress in Dead by Daylight sing- sings Bayou Bayushki Bayou. 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 Yeah. 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 So, so is there anything else about the winter lanterns physically that we should look at? Not not that it's still in the game. They have a bunch of like unused attacks, but they're Oh they're well unused. let's talk about that. Okay, so one of the things about the Winterland and like how they work is there's something that a lot of people find unfair and bullshit, because they just look at you and you lose seventy percent of your health. <laughs> um and you are correct. That is not how they were initially designed. Um <laughs> what's actually happening with this is like technical discussion. What's actually happening is that there's the Winter Lantern entity, and then there's another entity that is, like, attached to it. Mm-hmm. That's literally, it's called Dummy Shooter, because I've, like, looked at the code and shit. It's called Dummy Shooter, and what's happening is when you're frenzied, that's actually the Dummy Shooter. So, basically, it's like Queen Yarnum and Murgo. There's this, like, invisible thing inside the, the brain. So, when you walk into a certain proximity, it activates and starts shooting the frenzy at you. The frenzy's actually, like, it's a directional, like, beam. You can't see it. That's why, like, if you hide behind stuff, it won't hit you. So, basically, the Winter Lantern has, like, a frenzy turret stuck to its head. And um, that's because, initially, the Winter Lantern was, like, a melee enemy. It wasn't a um, frenzy thing. And this has been restored, like the AI script was like reinserted, I think, or just they just changed some bytes and it started working again. It has all these unused attacks where it just whips you with its hands, like it'll little the, the arms it grows when it grabs you come out, and it will just it'll just like punch you or like slap you. Mm-hmm. It looks like if you know that that gif of the cat drumming on the table. Yes, it looks yeah. like that. It's that. That's what <laughs> their attacks look. It's ridiculous. Aww. And um, so there's something that like. That was clearly like they were designed to be that, and they added the frenzy later on, and that's kind of why it's it's not terribly well implemented. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Richie. So now let's move on to where. Yeah. Where are the Winter Lanterns? They are only we we mentioned this already, but they're only ever found in the nightmare areas. Can you be specific in which nightmare areas? Why certainly. Um, there is, there's 
I think there's three in the Nightmare Frontier. Um, hang on. The problem is there's that, like, really bullshit area. Um, <laughs> I think there's only two. So the first lantern you're likely to encounter is it's the second half of the Nightmare Frontier. It's after you leave the big green swamp. Mm-hmm. When you round the cave and start going down the side of the cliff, there's a winter lantern there. Mm-hmm. And that's in, like, the worst possible position because there's nothing for you to hide behind. So you'll probably get frenzied and die, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also one in the swampy area underneath that, in the cave, if you want to go looking for, like, items and stuff. There's an area most people skip, but in that cave full of lumen flowers, there's another one. And, um, there, that you can grind them for cursed gems, like, early on, like, for where you find them, it's not terrible in terms of drops. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's... A bunch in the Nightmare of Mensis. They're on the bridge that is above the um, the Mensis brain. They're, like, patrolling it. And that's kind of interesting because they kind of are the Mensis brain. Like, they look the same. They have the same attacks and everything. And they're, they're going back and forth um, above the brain. And there's also one that's guarding where the choir bell is. And it's, it's patrolling. Um, and then this is when it sort of like came together as to what they were supposed to be. Cause we weren't sure in the DLC um, along with adding Maria, mm-hmm. they put two of them near where Maria's Rakuyo is. Mm-hmm. So at that point they're like explicitly linking this with Maria. Cause previously there was like nothing to connect them to anything except the doll and the right. Mensa's brain. It was like, what is this weird hybrid thing? But then because the DLC introduces Maria, it was also like, okay, here's where Maria put her sword and, where she left the sword, there's like two of these things have sort of like appeared. Mm-hmm. And that sort of links it back to, okay, these are like a product of what Maria went through. They've like, her trauma has sort of taken form as these things. And it's like, okay, that's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you touched on the why a little bit there. Yeah. But before we move on to the full blown why, um, we're not going to talk in detail about Maria or the doll. Because yeah. we have talked about them in multiple podcasts in the past. Yeah, yeah. So if anybody wants more information on those, yeah, um, you can like look them up on our channel, The Doll. Yeah, yeah. Maria. If you want the TLDR yeah. version, The Doll is Erden. <laughs> Thank you, Richie. <laughs> so, Richie. Yes. Could you just reiterate the connection between Winter Lanterns and Doll in main game and then Doll Maria Winter Lanterns in DLC? Okay, yeah, because this is one of the really like confusing things in the game. So pre-DLC, we knew that Winter Lanterns were patterned after the doll. Like they have the doll's body parts and the doll's clothing. Um we also knew that like the doll was vampiric and had links to Kanehurst because she was wearing like clothing that was close to what Kanehurst people wore. And when you like offer like your echoes to the doll, it's patterned after like the way that you offer dregs to Annalise where you, there's like this kneeling and then the hand goes red and it's like, you're sort of passing this thing between you and only you're giving the doll like echoes of blood and you're giving Annalise actual blood. So the doll was always like vampiric. 
So when the Winter Lanterns have that attack where they're grabbing onto you and they're like biting into you, like chewing on you, it's like okay, that's like a reflection of the doll's vampirism only. It's it's becoming this like like a, a thing that's trying to harm you. And the same goes for the frenzy blood, where like it's it's literally sucking blood out of you in these mm-hmm. like spikes. So it was like before Marie, you could always go, okay, like the doll is somehow connected to Kanehurst and it's kind of vampiric and winter lanterns are like a, a like twisted version of that where they're also vampiric and they're like doing stuff with your blood. So it's like, okay, you can kind of like line it all up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then the DLC came out, but again, like we wasn't clear what was going on. We didn't find out anything else about the doll. Um, we just knew that like she was made by someone and they were like very attached to her and um, she was very motherly and that was sort of it. Mm-hmm. And then the DLC came out and the DLC said, surprise, um, the doll is based on a woman called Maria who German used to be in love with um, and she didn't reciprocate. And she's also in, she was in the astral clock tower that you never go to in the waking world, but you go to like a past version of it. And, um, Specifically with regard to the Winter Lanterns, they put two Winter Lanterns in the DLC and they put them in the place where it specifically says Maria threw away her weapon when she turned, she sort of abandoned her life as a hunter and she became a healer, sort of. Mm-hmm. And um, when when she cast her sword into a well that, at least in the in the wake, in the nightmare version that we get, the well that she cast that sword into kind of spawned these winter lanterns that are wandering around there. Mm-hmm. So you sort of that that's their attempt to kind of tie it together to say like, okay, like when Maria threw away like who she used to be and like because of all the trauma that she went through, that sort of spontaneously generates the um the winter lanterns from that point, they're like a creation that's like created from, from that event, like from Maria, like her, um, cause like the other thing they do with Maria is they have, like when you defeat Maria, the doll responds and she says like, Oh, I feel like something uh, these, like I've been liberated from something, like mm-hmm. something has been lifted from me. So Maria's like essence is still felt throughout like the hunter's dream. And presumably it's felt throughout the whole nightmare. So, um, getting like, the idea that like her essence sort of takes root in all of these things. Mm-hmm. It's sort of saying like, okay, her essence created these lantern things. These monsters are like a reflection of her. You know, now that you phrase it this way, what I think would have been cool. If after you defeat Maria, the winter lanterns disappear from the game. Yeah. I think that would have been neat yeah 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 because like signifying that oh like her spirit is free now or whatever yeah that would yeah. be good mm-hmm. okay so richie now that you explained all that let me ask you more directly why are the winter lanterns okay so if you look at what they are they're like just a mixture of everything related to maria so like the doll obviously they're the the blood that Maria specifically turned her back on. Like they talk about how Maria, like she frowned upon the use of blood weapons. So there's something about her that makes her like dislike her heritage. Mm-hmm. And then there's the way that 
like they hum. We talked about like the doll used to hum, yeah. doesn't anymore, but like they clearly like connected to her somehow. And um, it's like, it's almost like a nightmare of like what Maria was frightened of becoming where it's like half the, the weird automaton doll and half the vampire. Yeah. Yeah. And then we talked about the the patients in the hall and it's almost like, okay, the giant swollen brain is kind of like, like that's what she was dealing with every day was all these, the patients who had the giant brains that were leaking out of their heads. So it's like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let me ask you though, what are the Winter Lanterns doing in the Nightmare of Menses? I have no idea. I mean, like. I guess the thing we're just going to have to say is that, like, the whole Maria um, Winter Lantern DLC thing is, like, they kind of came out with that later. Mm-hmm. So I there's not, like, a cohesive explanation of what – because if it was very specifically meant to be a Maria thing and Maria was always meant to be there, you wouldn't see them in, in Mensis. You would see them in, like, the Hamlet and the Research mm-hmm. Hall or, like, in a dream or something, and they don't. Um the best, like, if you have to explain it, would be to say that, like, okay, Mikolash is beckoning Cos. Mm-hmm. So he's calling out to Cos, and, like, Maria feels all this guilt over Cos, and she may have been, like, directly involved in killing Cos. So it's mm-hmm. like they're sort of drawn to him. Mm-hmm. Cool. And it's it's near the, like, the, the fishing hamlet's beneath mm-hmm. the nightmare of Mansus. So you can imagine, okay, like they're maybe like reaching upward. Mm-hmm. And like so the frontier is below Mansus as well. So if you imagine like they're just sort of going upward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause he's call he's like calling on things from the Hamlet where he is. I just had a scary vision. So imagine you're Mikolash and you're like, cause, cause, come on, cause, grant me eyes, cause. But then yeah. all of a sudden, these winter lanterns start crawling up the building to get to him. Yeah. And just like, that's so terrifying. And it's like, no, Mikolash, stop. The winter lanterns are coming. It's a good thing he's hiding in the library. Oh, that's what it is. It's no, it's his nightmare because it's like, where do you work out? At the library, and it's a giant brain. <laughs> All right, Richie, do the outro. That was What Where Why Enemies of Bloodborne episode 50, the Ooh. gold anniversary. Oh, we didn't talk about the name Winter Lantern. Oh my god! Yeah, Winter Lantern, Richie, okay. let's go! We only have okay. three minutes left because the theme is only three minutes long and we're already in the outro. Okay, so the name Winter Lantern is the um, the English name. The Japanese name is Hozuki, which means Winter Lantern. Um, there's a specific festival during winter in which you use lanterns, right? But um, what it's actually referring to, I'm pretty sure, is that there's a flower called Hozuki Flower. And the Hozuki flower is called that because it kind of looks like a lantern. It's It's got like a central, like the seeds are in the middle and then there's the flower, the petals kind of grow around it. So it's like, there's like this this some um, like spherical thing with like the seeds in the middle. Um, so it kind of looks like, like a burning lantern. And um, I'm pretty sure it's called that because like all the great ones, their names seem to just be a description of them. Because we don't know their true, apart from maybe Erden, we don't know their true names. We just say like, here's a description of them. 
So like amygdala is like an almond, and like the cause is like a ghost. The goat causes like goss in, in Japanese. So it's like causes a ghost and chlorus flowers. Yeah, Erden is an odion. Like it's all like connected. Um, so the head of the winter lantern looks a lot like a Hazuki flower. Okay. So I'm pretty sure like they just called it that because they saw this giant like monstrosity with the Hazuki flower shaped head and like okay it's called that. Yeah. All right. Yay, we made it right before the outro song ends. Thank you, Richie. Thank you, Sin. Thanks for watching, everyone. See y'all next time. Yay. Okay.